Got sent home from school one day with a shiner on my eye. Fighting was against the rules and it didn't matter why. When Dad got home, I told that story. Lessons of Life, Lesson 9 States of Consciousness. Neville Goddard talked about states of consciousness and how you can change them, and yes, you can. It's, you know, a belief, and that's what a lot of people don't get. A state of consciousness is a belief, okay? And all beliefs are limiting, and so to make yourself unlimited, you know, you... Uh, identify yourself with God and start acting as if you are God and this is where the confidence comes in when you come to this because you've been seeking to know why caca happens why does this wonky go on what's going on why are they all hating on me you know what the hell I was nice. I said, please. I said, sir. You know, I wrote thank you. And they're still coming out. And it's that victim bully um, mentality. And you're feeling like, you know, when you wrote that to your boss, that you weren't equals, that you, that he holds something over you, you know, and it just gets worse and it gets worse and he keeps seeing you. Um, as somebody who wants to be bullied. So, you know, he comes and bullies you. Does he consciously think that? No. No. He, he, you're vibrating it. Okay? So, if people are being wonky to you, and you're insisting that they're not, okay, in your imagination, they're not like that. They're not like, they're like, no, you're insisting on that they act in a manner that you're carving out of consciousness. And, you know, they'll come back and fight at you, you know. And so you have to take it a step higher. And this is really important with special persons. They're your intimate messengers. And, you know, you just listen. And then... If they keep coming back with the same thing, then you just go higher. And this is the lesson from Shakespeare. You know, you love it, you love it more, and you love it even more. And then it changes. So, you know, I had determined and had stated <laughs> on more than one occasion that I was going to um, go to my granddaughter's birthday party. And I was really looking forward to it. And I'd already not gone to um, my other granddaughter's birthday party in April because of this lockdown. And um, we weren't locked down anymore. You know, yeah, wear a mask, all that other stuff. Okay, whatever. You know, but I was determined we were going to go to this birthday party. And it's coming up. And, you know, my husband was just digging in his heels, going down in that hole of fear even more and more and more. 
you know, saying he's courageous, he's brave, you know, no, that's not my husband. He didn't think like that, no. You know, and then, you know, I was talking to one of my patrons, and while talking to her, you know, the words coming out of my mouth were for her, but they were for me. They hit me like a sledgehammer after we hung up. And, you know, I just went into my sanctuary and went to silence and uh, just started crying and said, you know, I don't care anymore. I don't care, whatever. If I don't get to go, you know, then that's fine. I just don't want it to be hell there and hell back and hell here while we're not there. You know, I want to be happy. I don't care if that means we get to go or not. I don't care how it happens. I just want to hug my grandbabies. You know, and if I can't grab my, hug my grandbabies, well, at least I get to see them or, you know, be with them in some way and not have this caca. I don't know how. You do. You know, and I thanked him. And not two hours later, you know, my husband had asked me, why were you being so quiet this week? And I was like, well, I was just, you know, thinking and just dealing with not going to uh, our granddaughter's birthday party. He goes, well, I didn't say that. I said we'd see. And I was like, I know you didn't say that, but, you know, all your arguments were for staying home. So I had to deal with the fact we might have to stay home. And, yeah, I was quiet for a few days. I was thinking about it, you know. And I, and I just don't care anymore, honey. It's not worth it to me, you know, if we have to be, you know, all worried about don't stop, can't go to the bathroom. Okay, I'll pee on the side of the road. That doesn't matter. I've done that before. You know, and whatever it takes. You know, but if you don't want to do this, it makes you so uncomfortable and that you have to keep everyone at arm's length, including the grandbabies. No, I don't want them to see that. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. No, 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 no. I'd rather stay home. We can do a FaceTime call. We can do... You know something but you know and then he was like well, you were always said we're gonna go you know and I, I was like my I know what I said and I'm telling you I don't care if we go or not it's not worth it to me if we're gonna ride up there in hell and ride home in hell or sit here and be in hell hell's hell I don't want hell <laughs> so you know, he starts, well, I don't want them to see me afraid. And I was like, of course not. You know, and pretty soon he was, you know, coming up with ideas, things we could do, you know. or And it was great. It was like, you know, we could just run up there and grab her for a couple of hours and go have some ice cream. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Go to the park. Well, no, I don't want to go to the park. Okay, whatever. Hang out for a couple hours at the ice cream parlor. I like that. 
No, just with Avery. Yeah, but you're not gonna turn down little Everett's hugs and kisses, are you? No. Okay. You know, it'll be great. And if I hadn't spoken with this patron, this student, if she hadn't had the problems she had, if the YouTube video had not been totally rejected, which was hysterical, and I did it to myself, you know, I know I did it to myself, and uh, then, you know, I wouldn't have had that talk, and it's, the point is, we're one, and God is always sending you someone to try to help you, you know, and give you gifts, and you you don't reject the gifts, you accept them, and you're thankful to God, you know, in that man, and that person, and, and for giving you this, you know, or whatever, and I'm so grateful to her, you know, for us having that talk, because while we were talking, how it related to me came into clarity and you know i was just pushing it too hard i was insisting no i know who i am and i'm doing this you know that's not very loving now is it no it's not so you know the loving attitude is i accept this desire that i, I want to do this you know but I, I don't care how that end happens. I just know it'll happen. And to be, you know, just, sure, darling, I understand. I do. You know, and if I have to sacrifice what I want so that we can all be in unity and harmony and love, then, then, then I will. And this is a layer of the story of Abraham. He was willing to sacrifice the thing he loved the most, his son, that he had with Sarah. And he was ready to do it. He was going to do it. And God stopped him and said, no, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Don't sacrifice that one. You have other thoughts to sacrifice. You know, it's all good. And this is the same thing when, you know, you, you submit to God is, yes, I really want this. I really want this, you know, and you know you have it, but it's how are you going to get it, you know, and the details don't matter. It's the feelings. You don't want angst. You don't want you know, fear and doubt and suffering and obstinate, bullheaded stubbornness or any of that. You want love. You want everybody to be happy. So you have to be real, willing to sacrifice your happiness in the sense of, I'm willing to give up being at this birthday party. I know you'll find a way for us to all be together and happy. Okay, you'll make a way. I know you. I don't know how, 
you know, because I, I know he's brave and I know he's courageous, you know, so I, I don't know how. I know he's love. So I leave it to you. And this is you stepping back. And this is the human imagination. And God now being allowed, you know, to work together. And God will just is going to make it happen. And the human imagination is like, you know, yay, hey, hey, Dad, what about this? We could do this, you know. And Dad would be like, don't worry about it, I got it. <laughs> we could tell him this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that, you know. And it happens. You're stepping back and letting the two divine beings, you know, work it out and show you the way. It's so rewarding when you do that. And it feels like you're giving up. You know, you do. And, and I cried a little. And, uh, but not much because it was like, I know. I know this is bringing my, my good somehow. I don't know how. But it's not for me to know how. And the reason it's not for me to know how. Because that's up to El Shaddai. El Shaddai is pulling all the strings. Okay? God has this. He'll take care of it. With his baby. And El Shaddai makes it all happen. You know, they're sending the messages. Back and forth, back and forth. Through the man. It all works through you. And it's all now. You know, so it's really... There's nothing better in your life that you can do than is to keep persisting that life is all imagination, that life is subjective, that life, you know, is what you and the human imagination come up with, what you imagine, what you're imagining, you know, and just as you are an individual part of the human imagination, you are also an individual whole part of God. All of God is inside you and you are inside the man and all of God is inside of him. And it's El Shaddai that's pulling all these strings. Divine love. And it's so that man will learn that he expresses life. Okay, and he learns that life is a manifestation of love. Man is pure love. God loves man. He made him out of him. He thinks he's the greatest, cutest thing in the world. He is in love with him. And, you know, man loves him back because man loves everything. He loves everything. He loves it. He loves naming it and all this other stuff. Yeah. Then the two became one in a dream. And the dream's not over. You know, here, the story's over. We know the end. The end is happily ever after. Man, in his human imagination, get tied up with God and become a seraphim. And the seraphim sits next to El Shaddai. You know, that's God, the seraphim, and El Shaddai. It's all good. 
So I hope this helps. It's uh, something to remember that, you know, you're always being given gifts and messages. And if you declare that you love clarity, it, then, you know, clarity is going to start coming to you when you get these messages. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. And thank you. Thank you for being you.